1: Has so much appeal.
0: A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami, you got style. Picture at Los Angeles, 2017.
1: Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to. Listen to. I'm H. Alan Scott. And
0: I'm Carrie Doherty.
1: And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then we talk about
0: it. Yes. And we just watched season five, episode four, Rose Fights Back, which aired on October 21st, 1989 Ugh. and is the episode where. We're uh, almost out
1: of the 80s. We're
0: almost out of the 80s. Uh, it's the one where uh, Rose, Charlie's pension, uh, Charlie's old business goes out of business and Rose loses the pension and gets a Job working for Enrique Mas.
1: Enrique Mas. He comes back again. This is a recurring role for him.
0: This episode, I realized we're in season five. Yes. This is the first multi-episode, not counting like two-parter episodes. This is the first arc, I believe oh, yeah. that ha- has existed. Well, no, I guess Clayton's an arc.
1: Clayton, sort of, sort of. It's more of just a continuation, but it well, isn't, but it's, it's it two different episodes. Up. It is they could stand alone technically. It's, it
0: was just interesting because I was, I was like, huh, this episode is feeling really long because I was yeah. expecting to get to the point where now where Rose is testing all the and products stuff. and she's yeah. stressed out. That's another episode. Yeah, there's also she another just episode. Gets there's the there's
1: job. T- another episode where she, someone at work, hates her, and and Sophia needs to again within Enrique mas 's world and. She needs to smooth it out, Sophia. Wow. So like this. This this, is
0: interesting. Rose
1: has, yeah. Rose has probably the most continuation of stories with with uh, with uh, Miles, who will be coming up soon, I think. Um, Yeah, I hope so. We're in season five. People who there was recurring things. Rose is the only one who really has that, which is interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if. You know, I mean because early on in the series, like B Arthur and Betty White were the names. They were the mm-hmm. big names that that got the show essentially sold. And and I guess Betty White really got the show sold. But um but so it's interesting because you, you see this sort of struggle in a weird way between like storylines, like focus storylines between Dorothy sometimes and Betty White and Rose.
0: They do have a lot of Dorothy and Rose storylines. Because story
1: they lines. are the names, you know. Can
0: it's, I can I tell you today, what? this is it has nothing to do with the Golden Girls, but it does. I, um, I was feeling a little under the weather the past few days, so oh. I do some spritzes of Zycam, some which spritzies. has like, kept it at bay. I'm feeling yeah. better today. Thanks for asking. Um,
1: you're um, welcome. I'm just g- this is the first time I, I know. This it. is the
0: first time I <laughs> mentioned it. Um... But you can't eat uh, any kind of citrus before um, having Zycam. So I had some strawberries. And I didn't think strawberries were citrus, but I had to Google it anyway. And they said, strawberry is not a citrus. It falls under the rose family. (gasps) However, citrus itself, like uh, like an orange, falls under the rue family. And I don't know what rue and rose means, but I was like... It's golden.
1: That's interesting. Do potatoes (laughs) fall under the bee family?
0: I don't know. (laughs) That's interesting. I I took a screen grab of it. I was going to share it on Facebook, but now you're making me feel like I don't want to.
1: No, you should. You definitely should. You know, outside of nature, there's been a lot of Golden Girls (laughs) things happening in popular culture lately, especially the very, 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 very big news last last week, I think it was late last week, that Hulu announced that they were gonna be coming with streaming of the Golden Girls I finally. Know. It's been people have been waiting yars for this to happen. <laughs> and it's finally here. I know. Which is actually very exciting for us. I mean we could always be mobile with our Golden Girls love. But like it's it, What's great about this is Especially for the podcast Is that You guys Listening at home Now have an easier way Of watching these episodes right. That we're talking about Maybe right. you only own own Season two Or maybe you Whatever Or if you don't even
0: own the DVDs Especially if you're trying to get a friend If you're like yeah. yo, You gotta watch the Golden Girls Yeah Imagine telling a friend Like what time the Golden Girls Reruns are totally. on Totally It's yeah, but for them to be able to watch it on their own time on Hulu, that's going to be a game changer. It's going to be a game
1: changer. We'll start including the Hulu link and stuff in the... in the. Oh, yeah, that's a the, great idea. Because, I mean, then you can just sort of watch it. Yeah. You can, we can embed it in the post, I think. Yeah. I don't know how that yeah. works with we'll Hulu. We'll figure it out. But-,
0: um, but before we get into the episode, um, we got a donation mm-hmm. from Donnie Kenneth. Donnie. Oh, Donnie. Thank you so, so much for your donation. Donnie, Donnie, I love Donnie. A, I love two first names. You know I love yeah, two first Donnie names. Donnie Kenneth, that's right. Donnie Kenneth, you sound like you would have been an. a band in the 80s does he i love that well i'm thinking of donnie Wahlberg. i was oh see
1: i immediately went to um donnie osmond
0: oh okay so like a family band
1: yeah or like jesus joseph technicolor dream what is that show called joseph and the technicolor Technicolor dream Dream. coat coat i don't fucking know (laughs) but he was in that for a while and he was also the guy in mulan the voice in mulan
0: Donnie Osmond. Donnie
1: Osmond was a voice in Mulan, or he was a singing voice, or something.
0: I can tell you who he wasn't, and that was Christina Aguilera singing "Reflection" in the credits.
1: <laughs> how does that go?
0: Who is that girl I see?
1: We were literally just talking about <laughs> Carrie's <laughs> about levels. About my voice and speaking. It's so high, um, and then she does. That Christina was my introduction Aguilera. to
0: Christina Aguilera when I was like 15. Wow, was her covering reflection. That's, am-
1: that's amazing. Well, Donnie, thank you so much for for doing that we really really appreciate it and i'm you guys, so, so you, sorry to everybody's
0: if, ears for yeah. what just happened <laughs> and
1: if you guys want to uh donate as well you can like donnie who was awesome you can go to patreon.com or out on the lanai.com slash donate yes, yes i did that i did yes. that properly
0: all proceeds go directly to paying for costs associated with the podcast, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes.
0: like hosting and no, microphone stands. Not so much
1: hosting! Oh, you mean hosting hosting you, of I you our meant like podcast? Us I was no, like, not us no, hosting. We're not hosting. No, no um, hosting
0: of the podcast. Uh, paying online. for the
1: hosting online and 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 microphones and live. We haven't shows even started
0: and, talking about the episode yet.
1: No, we haven't because we have one more person to give a shout out to. Now, <gasps> let me tell this story. Who is There's it? a story behind this. Yeah, Donnie Osmond did sing in Mulan, guys. I'm just sorry. And and talk about the whole whitewashing of asian americans in in hollywood that was when it started it not really started but don how people need to yell about Donnie osmond singing. okay
0: but on the flip side though mulan was like the first strong female disney character that's true okay no yes i'm
1: sorry yeah no come on
0: who before mulan i'm sorry like a real strong woman was who was like i don't need a man strong. to tell me what Belle to do was
1: pretty strong
0: she kicked a guy's ass and cruella Deville.
1: that's strong she, she stood up to dogs. her father.
0: Cruella DeVille was a villain. I'm talking about a strong female protagonist. Belle. I
1: think Belle would count. Belle would count. This isn't a Disney podcast, but I think if we were on one, we would have a very serious discussion right now.
0: Okay. I have a friend. <laughs> we'll talk to him about it.
1: Great. Okay, perfect. So tell um, us the
0: adorable story. Yes,
1: yeah, so there's an adorable story. So one day I get a I get a direct message you know, on Twitter that isn't a penis, which is always a welcome surprise. And uh, it's from this man, a straight man, which, again, sometimes they... They send me penises, too. Uh, but um, he's asking, you know, yo, this is the voice. act This is what I think he sounds like. He probably right. doesn't sound like this. But he was probably like, yo, dog, uh, my girl, she really likes the girls, you know. And I mean, I, 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 I'm I, man enough to admit I like them, too. I like them, too. They're fun. Cheesecake. Who doesn't like cheesecake? I love cheesecake. Anyway, That's a really good impression wanna, of
0: Jesse from Breaking Bad you or Eminem.
1: Hey, you want to do me a salad? You want to do me a sal- I'll wait. Great, you're going to do me a salad? You're going to give me a shout-out on, you're going to give my girl a shout-out on the Golden Girls podcast. You want to do that? You're going to do that. Do that. I'm straight. You want to see my dick? Um, He didn't say that. I added that part. But so we are going to give her a shout-out because she was, he was, was very sweet to do this, and this is going to flip her world, apparently.
0: So Catherine Oates.
1: Yes, Catherine.
0: Whose boyfriend, Brennan, is probably the most thoughtful boyfriend. I may have
1: just offended thoroughly.
0: Of all boyfriends. <laughs> I'm sure they'll find it humorous. What a great boyfriend you have, Catherine. Because for your boyfriend to reach out, and Yo, say, "Yo, my girl,
1: Catherine. Hey, my
0: <laughs> hey, my girlfriend likes your podcast a lot. Yeah. Would you say hello?" That's... We tried to
1: make it happen last year, but because of recording schedules, it didn't happen. So we're doing it this year. Wait, what? Like over the holidays? Like I got it was like a... oh,
0: well, you mean like okay, yeah, got it. Our got
1: recording it. schedule was different. We got pre-recorded it. some episodes anyway. Yeah.
0: Thank you guys both for listening. Thank, okay, if you thank both you. listen,
1: and and you know, I'm sorry. Um, Brendan, if I made you sound in any way like, uh, something that makes you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't give no fucks cause Catherine's my girl.
0: <laughs> All right. I can, I bet you can hear your iced coffee in your headphones right now. Uh, shall not we, really actually,
1: a little bit, but not much.
0: Shall we talk, shall we get into the episode?
1: Yes, let's do it.
0: All right. So,
1: Rose is having money problems. Yeah, Rose.
0: So Rose is... All the women get mail in the living room. It's so funny. It's like... It's such a thing. Mail
1: call. Mail call. The mail's here. Yeah,
0: it's such an event. All the women get the mail and open it. I never... Ever open my mail as soon as it comes? I have a, it sits on a table. The mail for is a days. trigger for
1: me because of cancer bills. Oh, I won't. I literally will not look at mail. See, so is email. Like there are certain things that I just won't do. Yeah. I'll do like once a week, and that's yeah. that. Mail is one of those things, right?
0: I get it. I yeah. get it. But this is an event, and Rose learns that um, the company that Charlie worked for, the business, has gone under, and so she's losing her pension, which, which is, is how a, she pays her rent. Which
1: I will say, historically, getting history hat on here guys well this is what you're Um, good for yeah uh during uh, reagan's america fuck that douche um he a lot of businesses went under and um a lot of the economic policies of sort of like reaganomics and everything caused a lot of um well blue collar businesses that were the backbone of middle america there's a great film called um Roger and Me by Michael Moore in the late 80s -hmm. about Flint, Michigan uh, and, and sort of the fall of Ford or General Motors. I forget. Um, anyway, and and so it, it talked a lot about in the 80s, these companies, these blue collar companies going under and people losing their pension plans and people going poor. And like, it was a big thing happening across America. It started in the 80s. Of course, it still continues to this day. But um, a lot of the seeds of that sort of financial downturn, you can uh, point back to the election of Ronald Reagan in 1980. Congratulations.
0: I also noticed <laughs> in the... Um, I noticed... In this episode, and also like past episodes, just I guess of this season and maybe toward the end of the last season, uh, Blanche has been wearing a lot of gold
1: oh, and a lot of like gold
0: geometric earrings. Like I feel like... The costume designer, I believe her name was Judy, maybe, like gave her these triangle gold earrings. And she loved them so much that she mm. was like, I just want to wear these as much as possible. And so they just gave her a lot of gold clothing to wear with it. She was dressed in a lot of gold this episode. She looks so good in gold.
1: She does look good in gold.
0: She looks really good. Anyway, I just I wrote down Blanche Gold.
1: I have no response to that. It's
0: fine. Um, so yeah, Rose is stressed out, and um, you know she says that she doesn't make enough money at the counseling center. So mm. her and Blanche start looking through the newspaper, and they're yeah. cutting out jobs from the classifieds again. I've- There's so many things in this episode that I was like, oh, my gosh, what a shocking reminder that it was the 80s still. Yeah, how
1: hard it was. I mean.
0: No, I'm literally talking about clipping job postings out of a newspaper.
1: Do they really need to clip? Because, like, you could just, like, circle.
0: Yeah, I was wondering what they were gonna do with those. Yeah. Like, you clip them and then what? Are you you gonna just scrapbook these? Put them in your purse? Put are this you gonna, on your
1: vision board? Yeah.
0: Are you gonna yeah. use an adhesive and like put it on a mat and frame it? Like what? Yeah. What are you? Or yeah, like, what are you
1: gonna do? You get that job? You gonna make that the, the first dollar bill framed? You know, once yeah. you get that job? Yeah. No. Yeah, I was.
0: I didn't know why.
1: Yeah. But regardless, Blanche is sitting there. Of course, Blanche is clipping out her own clippings, which are very much not job seeking. Ones, They're more about man. About man seeking man. Not men seeking men. About men seeking love.
0: I was also hoping that... I kind of wanted to see, I wanted Rose to call the grief counseling center. Mm. I mean, because clearly she never works there because we have not even heard her talk about the counseling center for a long time. No,
1: we haven't. I want
0: to see, I want her to call and ask if she can up her hours or get a raise. I want that to be the first thing that Rose does instead of look for a second job.
1: But also like if you're at a job and you kind of know, I mean a place like a grief counseling center, like it's probably not rolling in the dough. Um, I used to have a job where uh, I just knew. Even if I asked for a raise, it wouldn't be there. Mm -hmm. Like it it would be pointless. It would be. It was. I could spend more of my time focusing on getting a new job, right? Than trying to get a raise from that fucking job. Yeah.
0: Um. We also learned in this scene that Charlie didn't do so great at selling insurance, so he sold horseshoes. We
1: knew that before. We knew that when um Charlie or her daughter, whatever her daughter's name, her granddaughter is Charlie. But uh, from the first season, I think when her daughter comes to visit. And her daughter seems to think that Rose has all this money because Charlie did so well. Yeah. You know, and then she realizes or Rose has to tell her daughter, your father was a lovely man, but he was horrible with money. Yeah. And it was so we know that there wasn't much probably rolling in Rose's pension plan.
0: Right. Right. I just yeah, I thought it was interesting that he sold horseshoes. Yeah. Um. We also uh, learned Sophia's become this. This because this, this was I kind totally of a heavy. This is a heavy A story. So I appreciate the lightness of the B story. It which didn't just need that.
1: to be as heavy. I'm sorry. L- l- let's let's roll this back. So like the B story is basically Sophia's Sophia is addicted to Costco. Yeah. Sophia discovered <laughs> Costco. It was a thing in the 80s. Again, another 80s. It's thing. not Costco
0: though. It's called like the something warehouse. Yeah.
1: The shoppers warehouse. Um. But again, in the 70s, 80s, Sam Walton created Walmart, then <laughs> thus created Sam's created these big box stores, Costco became one of them. BJ's. And what?
0: BJ's. I don't
1: know anything about a BJ's.
0: There is, so in growing up, and if you live in New England, I think it's a New England thing, you have BJ's.
1: That's a very New England thing to say. Um, Not everyone lived in New England.
0: I also had a dog named BJ.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. Every time I pass that bar, BJ Novak's, whatever, bar, it's a thing in LA. Oh,
0: does he have a bar here?
1: Or BJ something. It's a BJ's. It says BJ's. It's a bar, restaurant, grill place in LA. And okay. I pass it and I'm like, <laughs> oh, BJ.
0: Starting rumors that BJ Novak. Does he? Is
1: that it? I don't, I don't even know of that The is. office
0: writer oh, that and actor. Who, That's BJ Novak. Yeah.
1: Is he really that talented? Yeah. Is he? Yeah,
0: I think he People is. Talk I talk about he's, how talented he is. I think he's a really good writer.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. That's good. Well, I'm, I didn't mean to shade you. Shade. No, Um,
0: don't shade.
1: (laughs) It's fun to shade. Uh, No, but the big box stores were kind of became a huge thing Mm -hmm. in the 80s. And Sophia is addicted to it. Whatever. We all can relate to this. Who doesn't fucking love going to Costco? Right. You get those free samples and you get that. Like I go to Costco. I get that rotisserie chicken. Ooh, that is a five dollar rotisserie chicken.
0: Let me ask you, is the membership. Do you buy enough to? Yes. To yes. uh, for the member for I the membership there, like, to be worth once,
1: it, so I get certain things because I'm a I'm a, I'm a single man living in a, a room, and uh, so I don't need to like have a Costco membership necessarily. Right, but there are very specific things that I get there that are very helpful. I get my broccoli there, mm-hmm. I get my eggs there, mm-hmm. I get my yogurt there. Mm-hmm. Massive thing of Greek yogurt for yeah. five dollars.
0: Where's the closest Costco
1: in Glendale? I'm going to give away where I live. Stalkers come, but in Glendale. Just next to where I live is there's one over That seems there.
0: really far for me to go. Well, we can make it a date.
1: You come with me. We'll have a thing.
0: I'll think about it. How much yeah. is a membership? It's like 50 bucks.
1: <gasps> I know. It's so worth it. It's so, so. And the rotisserie chicken, it's great. This is so not Golden Girls, guys, but this is a glimpse well, into it Carrie's. is. Maybe
0: if anybody else is considering getting a Costco membership.
1: A, a glimpse into Carrie and I's life. This is what I do. I go myself. I get my rotisserie chicken. I tear off that meat off that rotisserie chicken. I'm no longer a vegetarian, guys. Early in the episode, I love probably. a good RC. Yeah, so I get that rotisserie chicken, take off that meat. I put that the, that bone in the in the stu- in the uh, slow cooker mm-hmm. with water or whatever. I make my own sort of chicken stock. Yeah, I do too. And then I have the meat for other things throughout the week, and then I make lots of different things with it. And it's all sort of within a one week's thing of, you know, Costco rotisserie chicken for five dollars. All right, that's like that's like five days of meals.
0: Well, yeah, but you're not eating just chicken, but you're making other stuff with it. But Well,
1: no, I'm eating, like, the chicken I'll eat for, like, three days, and then I'll make something from the chicken stock, and that'll be another, like, two meals.
0: Right, but you're eating sides with your chicken. You're not just eating chicken for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm
1: eating chicken a lot, though. That's good. Because I have to lose weight.
0: I like chicken. Um, Sophia (laughs) has not bought chicken. She's buying things that are not practical. She has bought four boxes of toothbrushes, so 600 (laughs) toothbrushes. (laughs)
1: You can sell it.
0: I guess. I was actually kind of hoping that she would sort of start her own, like, eBay thing. Not eBay, but, you know.
1: Like, start selling it, yeah. Yeah, or, like, sell it on the
0: corner. throughout
1: the episode, the whole B story is essentially Dorothy getting annoyed about something Sophia buys Oh, yeah,
0: there's a great, um, yeah, there's a great moment in the scene where, uh, so, um, Blanche tells Rose that she should call... That consumer reporter on Channel 8, Enrique Mas, who's Enrique a, Mas. a man of the people, to mm. tell him about the injustice of yeah. her uh, not being able to get Charlie's pension anymore. Yeah. And um, and how is it that they get into – oh, I think Rose – oh, and also Rose had called somebody about a job or something and they said that, that – oh wait no that comes later i don't know but anyway but they get into this conversation about like they wonder why that people don't like to hire older women um and there's a great
1: oh because dorothy then goes into this thing about how it makes them feel uncomfortable yeah she goes their mothers it's
0: like they're bossing around their mothers and as soon as she says that she goes ma stop that and you just see (laughs) sophia's drinking milk straight out of the carton from the fridge (laughs)
1: yeah no the whole b story in this one's kind of like meh It's fun Mm -hmm. Sophia just gets to be weird and with costco membership but i what i was gonna say was rose's rose's reaction to the pension money situation albeit very legitimate and whenever money's involved i mean whenever like i'm like right now i'm waiting for like three different checks Mm -hmm. and it's it's really hard it's really really hard um the difference though i will say is that like Like, I'm on my own. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't live with anyone that can help me or that will be able to support something if something is a little late. Uh, Whereas Rose does. Rose, you know, she has the three girls. And, like, she's not going to be homeless. Like, she's not going to be – they would not let her be homeless. Yeah,
0: that was the one thing where, like –
1: I mean, I get you can maybe think retrospectively being, like, this could be me if I didn't have you girls. Yeah. But – she has. She girls. was She'll a little, I don't want
0: to undermine Rose's feelings by saying she was being a little dramatic, but yes, her saying like, I could be out on the street. I'm like, do yeah. you really think that those women would let, would you let that ever, happen? Ne-
1: they would never let that yeah. happen. Yeah. I mean, what look at how
0: many times they've, they've all mortgaged the house agreed for them? to, yeah, put their money together for something. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. true. Um, So uh, there is a great little scene where um, Sophia asks Dorothy for $20 for a medical emergency. Mm. She's like, what medical emergency? She's like, I think I'm pregnant. (laughs) So she bought she just bought a shit ton of sardines and tube socks. Um, (laughs) It's amazing. Like
1: I get I, I, I definitely get impulse buys, but like sardines.
0: Well, I mean, she's she's a cook.
1: Sardines? She loves to
0: cook. Who cooks with sardines? Sardines are, they're actually very healthy for you. They've got a lot of- It doesn't matter who
1: cooks with sardines. Omega
0: fatty acids. What do you cook with the sardine? You just, you eat the sardine on toast.
1: That is not a reason to buy sardines in bulk. I'm sorry.
0: But I bet they have a long shelf life. Sure. Um... So, uh, so this is where we're talking about the pet store thing. Um, Rose applied for a job as an assistant manager at a pet store. Which
1: this episode quickly changes stories. Oh, the pet store job is perfect. But what's interesting is now this this episode quickly changes from Rose has money problems into being an age discrimination. um, Yeah, literally, the point of the show changes.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that was the impetus. That was the catalyst. That was the inciting incident for.
1: Sorry, I'd rather I'd rather see Rose talking with a homeless lady than fighting ageism.
0: Well, the women do have an interesting conversation about um they're sitting around the kitchen table and Rose says that she didn't think she would need to worry about money in this point in of her, her, life. her life, which I think is a very AKA real thing. social security. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, technically in Rose's world, she wouldn't yet be able to cash in on her Social Security because she wouldn't be old enough. Oh, okay. Because um, that's, I guess you could early. It depends. It depends. When can you do it? I mean, you don't want to. You don't. That's that's for Medicare. You oh. don't want to. Um, you don't want to cash in on Social Security too early because you want to keep paying into it so that it can keep growing and right, right. lasts longer. And because she's working, most people like I have a friend mother who she's seventy four. She's still working, and she has like a really big time like biostatician job or whatever. And she doesn't want to touch her social security because she knows that, like, when she retires, there'll be a lot of money there. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Um, so she probably rose because and technically in this world, Rose is like 60, maybe. Yeah. Um, so she doesn't want to touch her social right. security yet. Uh, but she's right. I mean, at this point in her life, her golden years, quote unquote, she it is it is it's and it's something that a lot of people face. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about it before on the podcast, um, a different one about, you know, LGBT people and how. They, because of because of discrimination, marriage discrimination, government recognition of of same sex couples over the years, that uh, a lot of a lot of LGBT people who are becoming senior citizens now, mm-hmm. baby boomers now, are facing a really bleak economic outlook because they didn't have the benefit of their partner's social security right. or their partner's. 401k plan right. or whatever because yep. they weren't recognized as a couple yeah. so uh so this storyline is very relevant to to and if you guys want to learn more about this you can go to Sageusa.org. sage is the organization yes. yes just
0: google sage
1: yeah google but no if you google sage you'll get like recipes well, yes of course so so google mean- <laughs> sage usa organization someone's yeah.
0: like i googled it and i got sade i don't <laughs> yes. know it's, don't okay. understand spelled it anyway, incorrectly go on um yeah, it's it, and this is um, roses. This is where it gets the scene is where it gets very very dramatic in which they actually like they bring in the sad piano music for the scene. She's
1: talking about a woman who lives on one hundred and thirty fifth Street. Now I didn't che- I meant to check it before we got on, but I don't think the streets are like that in Miami.
0: Oh, I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but she said that she would see this homeless woman. I'm and she said for the first time today i realized she's our age and you know i I, i'd always wonder what did she do to get herself into a fix like that you know was she lazy was she stupid with her money and she goes the truth is she's me yeah which i mean i think it's important that i'm I'm glad that she was able to sort of recognize that where yeah of course you know if, if she were to see this woman and go oh well she's probably just lazy and i'm you know i think that Unfortunately, I think sometimes when people do see someone homeless on the streets, they there's an assumption that's made about that person and mm-hmm. and why they're in the situation that they're in. So um, Miami
1: is indeed laid out like it that.
0: It is? Okay. Yes, there would be um, so I think it's street. important that this show and this episode sort of made this connection that, like, no, sometimes it's just bad luck.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that,
0: that's how people end up out there. And so I think it's also good that this episode put forth that message that, you know, even though it doesn't get to that point with Rose, the fact that Rose was able to make that connection, you know, maybe the people watching the show would go, Oh, that's so true. I'd never thought about that myself.
1: Yeah. And we also have this thing in the United States that like retirement is a privilege after you work all these years, which it is Mm -hmm. in many ways, you work hard and you deserve to, at the end of your life to, have this break the thing is, I mean this is a very different time, but like people aren't necessarily dying at like sixty five now mm-hmm. you know what I mean like they're living to eighty ninety years old, mm-hmm. and so that then begs the question like, do people retire <laughs> at like sixty five still like should they be retiring at sixty five still should they be retiring at seventy maybe seventy seventy i mean well, our current president is seventy like he you know there's there's or seventy one um
0: I don't know. I look at someone like my dad, who's 71, and he retired a little early. I think he retired at like 64, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and he needed to. His really? job was incredibly stressful. He would work around the clock. He was always on the phone. He was always doing stuff. And
1: But he had a really interesting career and in that he served in the military, He right? did serve in the military. Yeah, and he um, served time in, in like... Vietnam. He was in Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. He was stationed in Vietnam. Yeah. He
0: went over there and he was stationed in Japan for a while. Um, so you
1: add on like 20 years of work to that. Sure. (laughs) Sure. I
0: I think, I think for my dad's health, I think he needed to retire. I'm talking about
1: like, like, like a middle school teacher. Like you've lived. Yes. You've, 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 you've put your work in, you work 30 years. It's great. It's just the mindset of like, I deserve this because of these years I've worked. Whereas like you think of like the German mindset of work and Mm -hmm. the idea is you keep working until a certain age because you're part of a community and everyone's giving to the community Mm -hmm. and it's a whole thing. And it's not so much, it's not necessarily a right. It's like you work. You get these things.
0: What I think is that at the age of sixty five, you shouldn't have to work to survive anymore. I think that some people will still get part time jobs because they like to keep busy. Yeah. And I think like my dad, for example, like my his sister owns a bait shop. And so my Mm -hmm. dad will sometimes go down and work at the bait shop. But it's his choice. I don't think that you should I think 65 is a good age to go, all right, I've put in my time. I should not have to work to survive yeah, anymore. But, but if I want
1: to work. But then there's that flip side of like if you're capable of working and you have a lifetime of knowledge in your head, you shouldn't be working a part time job that then could be given to a teenager. Then
0: volunteer who, with your time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But then volunteer. you're not. Then there's then there's the whole economy thing. So like it's it's the idea of like you know, the teenager who could use a part-time job will then use that money and spend it on the economy, whereas the 65-year-old will put it away and not spend it and then do nothing for the economy. And so it's this weird thing. You don't think
0: that a 65-plus-year-old person who's getting money from, like, Social Security or pension or whatever, that they're not spending money? I think
1: they're spending money, but they're not spending it like a person in sort of their quote-unquote spending prime is. They're not buying homes necessarily. They're not buying new cars. Yeah, but they
0: have already done all those things. They've already
1: done all those things. But the fact is they could continue earning money because they're capable of working if they could work until 70, 72. You know what I mean? But then aren't they taking away a job from someone
0: else by continuing to work?
1: No, because the type of work that they can do is something that takes someone who's worked for 30 years, who has that knowledge base, whereas the 22-year-old can't do that job. They well, could, yeah, but, but it'll someone, be much worse.
0: Yeah, but, but now you Yeah, but what about like that sort of the promotion, like the hierarchy of like, oh, in this company, you expect this person's going to retire. And Joe Schmo, who's maybe 40, who's worked for the company since he was 22, 23, anything. should be now promoted that to that position. would still be the same
1: thing. It just would, you'd, you'd add on five, 10 years.
0: <laughs> Why are we, we've been talking about this for a long time. I know, time. it's weird. I like it it's too long
1: 2017 guys it's New ge- things. i just sort let's, of let's move on stepped
0: out of i just like stepped outside of my body and looked in and i was like oh this is you and i are no longer we just happen to be holding microphones well, this but is we're having a that conversation rose,
1: this is something that rose <laughs> rose's reality could have been different if maybe she sought employment also
0: earlier. logic police yeah sophia in this scene is hauling around like she's got three stacked boxes of Sardines that she's just hauling (laughs) around, and I'm like, those boxes would be heavy as shit. Yeah,
1: those
0: are sardine cans, and she's carrying cases of them.
1: I mean, she's like moving them
0: around the apartment. I'm like, she does. They need to stop her. I know, but this is how she ends up in the hospital. The women need to. It would behoove them to turn and look at her and go, Ma, don't move those heavy (laughs) boxes of sardines.
1: Yeah totally like
0: is she bringing she's carrying them to the car she's unloading them yeah sophie's gonna end up with a broken bag i'm very concerned <laughs> about her so after the dramatic act break of rose saying i'm the homeless woman mm-hmm. we come back and we're in the enrique mas tv station the TV station yeah. which again so reminiscent so many reminders of the 80s the first guy that we see is like a guy who like walks over to a desk and then he walks over to another desk just the most acid washy Jordache jeans yes, yes. there are Rolodexes aplenty yes. on so many there are so many Rolodexes and they're like bright yellow um So Rose goes up to a woman named Terry Who is played by Beth Grant An actress who
1: She is so great
0: I'm on her IMDb page She's She's, done
1: everything She's got
0: I'm not kidding She's got like 11 projects In post-production right now Because Um, she's
1: in everything She's I mean I first came across this woman in Speed She was the woman who was blown up in Speed
0: I'm just looking at what she's known for Yeah Uh, No Country for Old Men The artist Donnie Darko Rain Man She plays But she's um, also in a million other things Lady
1: Bird Johnson in the new Jackie movie with Natalie. Oh my Portman.
0: gosh, she has. I'm not kidding. She's got like the she's longest done everything, career, guys.
1: Everything you should check her out, guys. She's IMDb amazing.
0: Her. Um, so Rose comes over and she's uh supposed to be talking, I guess, directly to Terry I about get Beth Grant
1: on the, on the podcast. What's that? I want to get her on the podcast.
0: You want to get Beth Grant yeah. on the podcast to talk yeah. about her scene on the Golden Girls? Yeah. Okay, you make that your mission. I will. <laughs> um, so she's there to talk to her. She's a little disappointed that. She's not talking directly to Enrique, um, who then comes out. Yes. And Enrique, of course, is played by Chick Venera, yes. who played Pepe yeah, in Fiddler on the road But
1: he'll play Enrique in a couple more episodes. Only one other episode. Oh, one other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And basically what happens is, you know, she comes talking about her situation with the job. And then, you know, she asks for a job.
0: Well, she overhears that he's yes. looking for a, a production production assistant. Yeah. Which, and Rose wants this job, let me just tell you, as someone who's worked as a production assistant, you are a gopher. Yeah. It is literally the bottom... You are just above an intern. Yeah. Production assistants are the first people there. They're the last people to leave. You're getting coffee. The blame is always going to trickle down to you. Yeah. The worst day I ever spent as a production assistant... I was a production assistant on some movies and commercials when I first moved to New York after college. And... I, we were shooting an indie movie in uh, Chinatown in New York City. Showgirls. And we were shooting Showgirls. Um, <laughs> and it was 150 degrees. Yeah. It was very hot. Yeah. And the, we were on like the fish, one of the fish markets. Mm. And it smelled like yeah. fish. Because it was 100 degrees out. Yeah. And we were supposed to stop. They were like shooting at a phone booth. And we were supposed to stop pedestrian traffic. Mm-hmm. Well, you're, we're in Chinatown and not, everybody spoke English yeah. and I didn't speak Chinese. I don't speak Cantonese. I don't speak any of these Mandarin. I don't speak Mandarin. <laughs> and so trying just like, I would like wave erratically at these like little old yeah. men and women and just being, and they're just like trying to buy fish. And I'm just like, no, please, you can't pass. And they would freak out. And it was so hot. Yeah. And, and, and it was, and
1: I'm that's just saying, I don't
0: want that for Rose.
1: Our- u.s china relations are strained to this day
0: because of because of you me yeah anyway scary so rose wants asks enrique if she can apply for the
1: he basically is like of your advanced age i just don't think it's a good idea and she's like i came in here about a age discrimination thing and you're telling me i'm too old i know and then he goes on to explain like
0: there are two enrique mosses there's Enrique Mas, the guy who gives a shit about your problem. And then there's Enrique Mas, the guy who wants to be a famous television personality. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't understand how him not giving Rose a job yeah it's fine
1: well because one i mean if she's old if in his mind she's older she's gonna be slower she's gonna hold him back from getting to this place yeah i guess whatever i guess yeah but then he he agrees he's like okay well i'll give you a trial thing you do this thing for me we'll try it for this first time and we'll do it whatever overnight so then rose goes home yes
0: but before that yeah she says because you had to google what a gremlin was oh yeah rose tells him she's like I'm, but I'm perfect for the job. I am a battered consumer. I drive a gremlin for Pete's sake. And then I was like, how many cars do the women have? Three. And then I said, but we never, ever see any car in the driveway. Yeah,
1: we do. There's We in,
0: never see cars in the driveway. We're always seeing like taxi cabs no, dropping no, them no, off. No,
1: no, no, no. There are a couple of episodes. There's one in particular that I'm thinking of where I remember it's Rose's car. It's not a gremlin. and It's a four-door something. And it looks like an Oldsmobile or something and it pulls into the driveway. And then we know also that, you know, we Blanche's okay. car. Like but there are there are storylines that involve the car. Okay. And we see it in one episode. Right. Two episodes, because there's the one where it's being hauled away. But
0: how often do we see at the beginning of an episode the exterior of the house, all four women are home, no and cars in the driveway? There's no
1: cars in the driveway. You're right. Maybe, maybe they're in the garage.
0: They converted it.
1: That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh
0: it's fine. Um,
1: So she goes home and Enrique Mas, I can't do the R role.
0: Enrique Mas. I can't
1: do that. Um, He has given her hair removal things to test.
0: It basically, it reminds me of What Women Want, where um, Mel Gibson is trying out all the the box. This scene in particular, I love. Yeah. In terms of nighttime women around the table talking it's like great. girl talk.
1: It's what the show is. It's what the popularity of the show I think is based on in that it essentially is just sort of the girls riffing off each other.
0: Well, it's them like it's them telling stories about their own experiences to try and relate to each other. And and this is what like me and my friends When you know me, my sister, my friends Danielle and Kim. The Danielle and Kim were the girls who one was the clown, the other was the clown victim in that story I told told episodes back. So many
1: people, guys.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) But we used to sit around it and it usually we would starts like,
1: with me going can you believe how horrible my friend is
0: I, <laughs> I feel so bad I was a teenager but like we would sit out on my deck and in the summertime and we would get like buckets of water and we would like shave our legs and listen to music and like watch the craft and stuff you're looking at me so strangely but this is this is what that reminded me of oh, and I want to say sweet. we would shave we would like wear shorts and but we would like shave our legs out on the deck and we would spray coffee in our hair to make it brown or lemon in our hair and just you spray like
1: coffee in your
0: hair? Yeah, we heard that if you have brown hair and you spray coffee into it, like uh, coffee diluted with some water, that it'll. Um, Want to it just like make your hair smell your brown. like
1: coffee?
0: Well, yeah, but you wash it. You put, you spray it, and then you lie out in the sun for a while, and then you wash it. Anyway,
1: New England guys.
0: So, <laughs> you do weird stuff in St.
1: Louis too. Yeah, we um, stay inside in the air conditioning. That's what we do.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, um, so uh, Rose has all of these products for them to try. There's yes. like a razor. There's wax. There's, there's the some thing. weird like
1: vibrating thing that she wants uh, Dorothy to use. Dorothy's that,
0: like, "Why don't we just set each other on fire?" Yeah.
1: But she says it. No, but she doesn't say it in a sarcastic way. She says it actually in like her fun. Passive, sort of cute way, where she's like, "I know. How about we just set each other on fire?" <laughs> it was
0: pretty great. Yeah. Um. So then the women all talk about the first time they shaved their legs, yes. which it was like, oh, God, it just took me back. So Blanche says that she did it at eleven, at age eleven, and she goes, "I did it on a day But her accent, I found, kind of was slipping in the scene. She's like, oh. "I did it on a dare," and I was like. <gasps> Blanche just said a hard R. Interesting. Anyway, just listen to our accent in that scene. Um,
1: I've never shaved my legs.
0: Dorothy said, that's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sh- I mean, I've if never you, had any need to. Yeah. If I mean, curiosity would be probably number one, maybe. Or if really? you're a swimmer, you shave your whole body.
1: No, I've dated swimmers. They do somewhat. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I, I am. I'm not in any remote way curious.
0: Yeah. So that's because because like, what are you going to do? You're going to shave a strip, and then it's like, well, now you got to wait for that to go back. Oh, oh, Stan, might I've already started? Stan might get a little upset. So do it. No, he won't care. Do I'm it. just kidding. He won't care. So does he Stan, mm, No. Not really. <laughs> um, Stan is. Plays a teenager on a television show. Very popular now television and again. show. And they... He had to wear shorts for something. I think they were like... It was like a Harlem Globetrotters episode. Mm,
1: and oh, I think I remember this.
0: They... Um, I think they like... They didn't shave his legs, but they, like, took a, like, clippers to them. Yeah, because he's
1: hairy. Because
0: he looks like such a man. Yeah. And his legs, his legs are he's really Italian, hairy. He's Italian, right? He's Italian, yeah. yeah. And Ooh. sometimes if he's wearing Italian a little shirt, men, they might shave his it's chest. It's like flossing. Wait, it, <laughs> Italian men is like flossing?
1: Yeah, being with an Italian man, because there's so much hair.
0: Is like flossing?
1: Because there's so much hair, it gets in your teeth, sexual, you get
0: it. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I mean, I don't, but I'm not like. I get what you're saying. <laughs> oh gosh, this is golden showers all over again. It, um, is, it is. So and after
1: last week's Trump dosing, oh gosh, I, no, I like we to think. That, that.
0: We foreshadowed that hard. That. Yeah. Um, Dorothy says that she. Do you started, think he did it? Do you think he likes to get peed on? Uh, sh- yeah I, I mean, actually don't I actually I, think
1: he likes watching people pee on each other but I
0: think that's what I think that's what is it says. is that said. what it was yeah, yeah that, that they I were get. doing it on that each I, other that I makes think. sense to yeah. me that's
1: like a power thing
0: Um. so Dorothy says that she, the first time she tried shaving her like she was 13 she did mm. it because she was going to a movie with a boy mm. uh, Sophia says she didn't do it till she moved to the United States yeah and I just wrote down dumb men, hairy women.
1: It's good. That's that's what what I she wrote that said. down too, actually. Um, and then Rose is shocked that that Blanche shaves above her knee. Yes. And apparently it's a slutty thing if you shave above your knee.
0: Well, yeah. She, I imagine it's because if a woman, maybe if a woman thinks that if she doesn't wear a skirt that goes above yeah. her knee, yeah. then there's no need to shave it. But if you're shaving above the knee, that means that you're wearing skirts well, above the Rose knee. Well, Rose
1: probably would never wear a skirt above the knee
0: well yeah that's what i think yeah that's um, the
1: thing it's like you know you just wouldn't do it
0: but rose also says rose says that she didn't start shaving till high school mm-hmm. and her nickname she said the, oh the kids even had a nickname for me it was rose with the hairy legs <laughs> this is something i relate to very much because mm. i did i think i was like i wasn't like late to doing it yeah. but i was probably like I was probably like 13, maybe, no, maybe I was younger than that. Maybe I was like 12 or something. Yeah. But I remember being terrified that I was going to like just cut my leg, just just rip my legs open. And so I really wanted to do it because I was really self-conscious because like the kids in school, like some of the boys in school would like say shit to me about it. And I knew girls were saying stuff about me. So it was one of those things where.
1: Didn't your mom help you?
0: No, isn't that weird? I, but that I also weird. never went to her. Oh. It wasn't like I would never go to her. Like I remember gosh, I'm just like unloading Please. therapy hour. Yeah. I remember when I got my period for the first time, I didn't oh tell my mom. Oh god. And my it was like months and months later that my mom like asked me and I was like, Oh yeah. And she was like, Why didn't you and I was like, I just figured it out. Yeah. We like have like weird lack of communication when it comes to certain things in my I family. Think that's probably
1: more common in a lot of families than people like to let on or that we like Mm -hmm. to think about or to even openly talk about, because it is one of those things where like it is kind of a scary thing when your body's changing and you don't, you don't, you don't know how to approach even the conversation.
0: Yeah. But then I remember like watching my girl and Um, Veda got her period and like her mom wasn't alive, but she wasn't even, she was even able to go to Jamie Lee Curtis, who was like her dad's girlfriend and and tell her. And I was like, huh, that like put into perspective for me. I was like, Hmm, that's, (laughs) this is my own mom. (laughs) I
1: I have a feeling and our listeners will probably comment on this, but I have a feeling that many people relate to not being able to communicate what that experience is like with their mother or their father or whoever, you know? I mean, I, I can't, I don't think anyone ever taught me how to shave. I just kind of figured it out.
0: Yeah. But what age were you?
1: I was young. I mean, I was like, you know, 13.
0: You started shaving your face when you were 13? Yeah.
1: you started puberty and yeah. Yeah. It started. Yes. Probably. Do you need to though? No. It would have been middle school. Really? It would have been middle school. Yeah. I remember this this distinctly in middle school. I started growing facial hair in middle school. Yeah. I'm a German. We start early. I
0: guess. We're hairy people. Okay.
1: That's what happens. And then, and then every man, every boy, when because you have to register for the draft, um, every boy gets a Mach 3 razor. So that's why every fucking man uses a Mach 3 razor.
0: Oh, interesting! Because you
1: get it for free on your 18th birthday.
0: Interesting. All right. Yeah. So. Um,
1: <laughs> we we've, we've drifted off. So the next so day,
0: um, the women are—they're actually not feeling very. Positive about... About Rose's Rose. job. They don't
1: think she's going to get it. And they agree. They're in the living room. And they're... Well... They're what? like... They, they come up with a thing where when she comes in, we'll do this or we'll do this. Right, right.
0: Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. So Rose comes in. She says that she got the job. Enrique yeah. said her report was accurate and concise. Yeah. Here's my question, though. I guess... Is there something... Is there a difference between consumer or consumer report and sort of like, uh, like a test? group, like a focus group because there is a
1: difference, yeah, because a consumer report is someone actually using the product like IRL, like in their And then just
0: writing about their own experience. Exactly. Whereas
1: like a focus group is the data of the product. Okay. That's what I was looking for. Do you feel satisfied with this? Do you think it was working in water? Like, you know, okay. So then
0: so yeah, okay. So theoretically, so she would go back to Enrique and he would like do a report on it and say like our woman can you found that, that the razor they should just let rose do the report
1: yeah exactly. um so <laughs>
0: rose's
1: she, report would go like my roommate shaves above her knee
0: i know <laughs> uh, what do you think about that
1: ladies
0: um so yeah rose got the job um but there is some foreshadowing with the stress it's going to put upon her because she's like yeah. enrique said i can start track testing crash helmets next week <laughs> um and, oh, that was a that was snort.
1: Good. That was a snort. And then Sophia comes out, and she's cooked something, but it has this oatmeal cookie. Well,
0: another thing is, Sophia also bought cases of cases of oatmeal cookies, yes. but she's made a sardine casserole with an oatmeal cookie crust. Oh, that sounds so gross. Which sounds so disgusting.
1: Disgusting. And oh. I,
0: and she's like, and there's a lot of it. Yeah. So that's another thing. Now that we're going to have to worry about, like, making room in the freezer for this fucking casserole that she made. Yeah. I think it's cute. I feel like Sophia has a hobby, and I think that's adorable. <laughs> an
1: expensive one.
0: An expensive one. Yeah. Um, but Dorothy gives her an allowance, and whatever Sophia chooses to spend it on, it's she's going to spend she it on. She doesn't
1: have kids. Well, that so, she's raising. Um, um, uh, and
0: that was the end of the episode. Again, I was so surprised I, that I, I didn't realize a strange that,
1: episode. It was just, I mean, mm-hmm. Mark Saakon wrote it. Um, he's been a past guest on this podcast, and he's great, but yeah, it was a strange episode it was a, it was a it was a good episode. There were funny moments I laughed,
0: yeah, it was I think it you know i i'm glad I'm glad that they gave Rose the job. yeah, I wish that we had seen her like I kind of wish that we had seen like we're 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 literally coming off of Dorothy giving that Dr. Bud chronic her giant speech yeah. about him not believing her chronic fatigue syndrome. So part of me was sort of aching for, like, I want to see right now, because I've just seen this, I was like, I want to see Rose do a great job, and I want to see Enrique apologize and say, hey, I'm sorry I said you were too old. That yeah. was wrong of me. Because yeah. that's something that they set up, but they didn't pay it off because it's going yeah. to leak into another episode. So no, it's true. that part left me feeling unfulfilled. On the flip side... It's kind of nice that they're doing an arc for a story. Yeah. <laughs> Fraser is kneading his claws on my
1: puffy coat. Yeah, I would move him from that, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I don't want him to rip your puffy coat. I, could, I would move I, him.
0: I don't know how to... <laughs> well, it's fine. We'll just finish up.
1: We'll finish up. Oh, wow. So what's your golden takeaway from this episode?
0: Um, My golden takeaway from this episode is... I'm going to say like if you have like a um, – this is – I'm going to give a call to action. Oh,
1: I like that. If those. you
0: uh, have a group of close friends, like get together, um, have some cheesecake, oatmeal mm. cookies, mm. and talk about – Experiences that you had when you were young teenagers, things Mm. that like maybe you didn't talk about with your parents that you can now talk about with friends, like you know, the first time you had sex, or the first time you shaved your legs, or the first time you got your period, or the first time you got a boner, or a wet dream, (laughs) or a golden shower, or and just talk about those things, just do that because I don't know. Watching the women do it just now, it was like it just. The, the warm and fuzzy feeling that we all talk about when we watch The Golden Girls, that was the feeling I got very, very much of when I watched that scene.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Let's, I'm going to, um, I hear your <laughs> golden takeaway, and I'm going to say. You're going to
0: yes and it and just add to it? I'm
1: going to, I'm not going to add to it because I'm going to say no to it. I'm going to say I will not be doing that with my friends. Uh, but I will say my golden takeaway from this episode is, Listen, guys, there's a strategy to shopping at places like Sam's and Costco's, okay? You need to make a list. You need to figure out what you want. You need to plan out your next few weeks. You need to be like, oh, if I buy this frozen chicken, it's going to last me this many months. So I got to have this thing. And I, one piece of chicken is going to be two meals for me. So I got to have a thing. You, it's just math. It really, Costco, Sam's shopping is about math. Bulk shopping is all about looking at your needs, figuring out how they fit into the calendar of your life. And then making it happen. So you don't buy the excess stuff that's going to go bad. I've done it. I bought this thing of V8 juices once. And I was like, yeah, I'm totally going to fucking drink this. No, I'm not going to drink it. And then they go bad. And then you waste money and it's a bad thing. So strategize. Make lists. Consult your calendar.
0: The only time I've ever gotten sick from drinking was, um, it was vodka and V8 Splash. Why would you do that? Which is the fruity that? one. Why well, because would- that was the fruity
1: one. But why would you do that?
0: Because I was 21 and... My neighbor <laughs> sat it. I only had two, and I only got sick because I didn't have dinner. I hadn't eaten, and I had two of them, and I got sick. I've never gotten sick from drinking again,
1: really yeah interesting yeah i I'm,
0: i have I hate throwing up so much that I will just never put myself in that position,
1: mm, yeah so. I feel you. Well, that was the episode yes and Fun if you guys times. are
0: following along the next episode we'll be watching very special it's the dick van dyke episode Ooh. love under the big top where dorothy oh, dates a clown
1: a good episode mm-hmm. oh and the dolphins oh so good um Wait. so there's a dolphin they're protesting the dolphins is why they go to the thing right and, that's why he's the and then he comes yeah. in
0: and dresses a clown at the end with the big shoes yeah it's a great physical bit. it is a
1: great episode guys and dick van dyke is one of my heroes.
0: He's amazing. I love him.
1: Uh, so, guys, thanks so much for listening. If you want more out on the lanai, you of course can go just follow us on Twitter, which is Golden Girls Pod, and on Facebook at slash uh, Golden Girls Podcast. Uh, <laughs> I remember we've been doing this for years. Um, and I'm H. Allen Scott. You can follow me on everything.
0: And I am uh, Squidzy on Instagram and Squid Eat Squid on Twitter. And thank you guys so so much for listening. And
1: if you want to donate again, you can go to outonthelehigh slash donate, and you can set up a one time donation or a monthly donation uh, with with through Patreon, who we've partnered with. So and we hey, really appreciate. If that. you can't
0: donate, please go to iTunes and rate and review the Def, podcast because definitely. that is Most just definitely. as important. And, and let great. us
1: know, give us some feedback because you know the the uh, February thirteenth is a big day because that's when and I think the Hulu Golden Girls thing has come out. So maybe we can have a group watching thing. Maybe we can, like, all celebrate on the 13th, do a thing. Is that a Tuesday? It might even be a Tuesday. Jesus, Frasier. <laughs> God. Sorry. Frasier just attacked Wow! Carrie. It's when you put your hands over the couch oh, and God. he sees it and he's like, oh, it's playtime. And, yeah. Did he hurt you?
0: No, but my <laughs> – that was terrifying. It was like – you come home and you open your closet and someone just jumps out at you. That's yes. just what happened. That's
1: amazing. Don't put your hands over the over the Oh hand. my
0: god! <laughs> so All right. Yeah. And so on that uh, note, So <laughs> on the
1: day the Golden Girls come out on Hulu, maybe we'll have a group watching thing. Let us know. Comment on Facebook if you think you want to do that with us. I think that'd be a lot of fun.
0: And as always, guys, stay
1: golden. <laughs> golden. <laughs>